0: I'm Stuart Sheldon.
1: My name's Ron Rothberg.
0: 30 years ago, I was on Wall Street. I was the youngest vice president at my fancy company, but that's not what I wanted to do.
1: After spending nearly 25 years in media, I knew things were changing, both in the industry and inside me.
0: Swan Dive shares the powerful stories of those who had the clarity and backbone to make a major life pivot to their vision.
1: I took a Swan Dive.
0: I have been an artist ever since, and it's the best choice I ever made.
1: Getting closer to who you really are. That's Swan Dive. From Peacock and Park Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, and now from the mobile Fancy Nasty Studios coming to us from Naples, Florida, this is the last edition of Swan Dive for the year 2020. This year's Ron Rothberg and that there. Hello, Stuart Sheldon. How's it going?
0: Hey, buddy. Day after Christmas. What a year. Holy shit. (laughs) And uh, definitely a good moment to take a break, a deep breath, and look back.
1: Let's... um, Let's see, you know, let's, let's talk about what we just did. Let's talk about it. Swan dive podcast launched on March 26th of this year. Uh, We've done 36 episodes, which is amazing to get out content in a year like this. It was an incredibly constructive distraction for me. Uh, I don't know if you share some of that. Are you, were you uh, feeling that way as well?
0: Very much to have something to point my energy into something to be proud of. Something that we had to scramble and hustle to create every week was extremely helpful this year. Um, anything that's productive and creative was of value to me for sure.
1: And we'll get to that because organically it moved into an interesting lane and in a space with the Four Freedoms and Wide Awakes, and it kind of came into that very organically. And I love the way it evolved. But let's go back to the beginning. You know, this was birthed. In December, about a year ago, just a little more than a year ago, you and I saw each other face-to-face in Miami Beach at a lovely celebration, and I told you about my plans, and you just said, I'm doing it with you. I want to do this with you. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I knew it was going to be called Swan Dive, and you just said, let's do it, brother. And um, what I find most ironic about this whole year was the first guest we had, Jane Reimer, her topic was community, and I think that that was uh, the footsteps that I, I I walked in this entire year. Was community, uh, the communities that presented themselves to me, uh, the importance of community, the importance of communing uh, on this podcast with you. That was a big headline for me as we went through so many changes, and then to amplify it with the world changes, with the COVID changes, with the shared moments of vulnerability um, community was never more important than this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As someone who was literally isolated, um, in the jungle of Costa Rica, unable to leave borders shut until just recently, the ability to reach out across the oceans and the worlds to such beautiful people, not just yourself, um, but, People in New York and people abroad and people from all walks of life, all of whom shared this common um, sense of purpose. You know, they were all moving to something and this common sense of self-confidence that was very uplifting. I needed to be uplifted a lot this year. My, I, I this year burdened me. I mean, listen, this is no, I'm not not alone here, but I was very burdened by this year, emotionally, um, and mentally. Uh, and while we didn't struggle to feed ourselves, um, and no one got sick, thankfully, uh, it was still a rough a rough go. So having this community virtually and meeting these folks, many of whom I can't wait to sit across a table from and break bread and consider friends even after Mm -hmm. just spending an hour on the mics because the conversations that we have had, all of them have been real. They've been deep that, you know, we kind of cut through the bullshit. Like this isn't a time for small talk and making something that creates that space where people um, are willing to be intimate and to be vulnerable and to share their bitter truths and triumphs. That feels great. And I can't wait to do it. Gosh, Ron, I, I really honestly I've said this and I'm totally serious. I hope we were doing this for the next several decades. Dropping one of these every week, having these conversations, meeting these beautiful people and growing with them. It's like, you know, it's a true, true gift. This has been a great gift to to both of us, I would imagine.
1: I totally agree with that. I mean, every bit of that, but I I think that. We've talked to a lot of people who have big resumes. We've talked to some really heady people who do a lot of interviews. And I think one of the things we landed on, again organically, was was that introspective space in in, in that that moment. We want to really capture the moment or the moments that lead to um, change, growth.
0: And let me jump in right there, and let me get you back onto the interviewee seat. And my question to you is since you made your swan dive not nine months ago, and now you've had a little bit of time to marinate in that choice and live with this new freedom and this new direction, how have you changed and how is your swan dive
1: going? I've I I I will answer this the way I answer this with a lot of people because it it presents itself often is that it's not one move. It's a series of moves and it keeps happening. So I think that, um, we can't get, uh, pinned down into one big pivot. We just continue to move toward or away from those things that, uh, uh that bring us joy or have been, you know, holding us back. So I'm, this has been a, this has been an incredible year for so many different things. Um, I, I can't even list the things that happened, you know. We didn't talk about this, my in-laws both passed away uh with COVID. That was a big thing. That was a defining moment. That was something that uh, if you get into the long story of it, it's there are blessings, but there are more there's a lot of mourning and a lot of heart in all of that. And I feel like the greatest things that happened to me this year were the ability to spend the time with my kids, with my niece, with my wife, with you, Um, those moments were the best. And and it pointed me toward as I grow and as I go forward, it's the moments, it's the now that has presented itself each and every time. That if I'm looking Mm -hmm. back at everything that happened, everything that happened said, hold on, there's something happening now, and you need to savor it. I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. lesson I learned
0: that's a big lesson indeed. and the next question that I will ask you um, as a guest mm-hmm. is, what is your identity at this moment? How do you identify yourself? It's
1: such a hard question isn't it i I am a house husband. <laughs> I am. And, I, and I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. And I'll own that because I have been struggling with my wife continues to work as hard as she's ever worked she'll go away and then come back at the end of the day and I'll have dinner ready, you know, and I'll, I'll fuck around and edit a, a podcast or do some other stuff. I have plenty of things to do, uh, but it's not nearly as rewarding as what she's doing with her therapy. And so I will say my identity is fairly well drawn into being a house husband, someone that is like, Hey baby, let me help you. You got you, you worked hard today. I've got dinner for you and I've done those mm-hmm. things that you said, hey, could you get this done today and that has really been one of the parts of my identity as ironic as that sounds, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed having that opportunity to serve her in that way and uh, right it, 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 does that sound cheeky?
0: No no listen I think you know you say it with a chuckle, but let me reframe it for you you, you and I are both 57 years old. We both worked straight out of college. So you had your head down for 35 years. I mean, like, yeah. let's be clear. Yeah. You worked your ass off and you did well and you succeeded. And just less than one year ago, you left that, you know, that trajectory. And you left it with an open heart and open mind and open eyes about what, what you wanted to do or, or what, what you didn't want to do. And one of the things you wanted to do is you wanted to be present. You wanted to be at home. You wanted to take care of her and see your kids off to school. And all of the things that we tend to be somewhat embarrassed about in this sort of patriarchal, macho, how much money do you make, you know uh, society, you sort of said, you know, to all those things, like, I don't, that's all silly. That's silliness. It is silliness. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a false construct. And so that's enough. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. And I, I, the, the one of the things that I learned from, from this year is enough is plenty. And that, you know, you don't have to save the world every day. Um, you gotta be a good person every day mm-hmm. and you've got to, you know, hopefully, exercise the muscles that you know where your talents lie but um beyond that you don't know society anything and you don't you don't need to impress anybody other than yourself
1: yeah you know it's interesting too the other big thing that happened to me to us this year is we pushed our our youngest out of the house you know we're empty nesters and you know i'll put that back to you you know your children are 12 13 ish 10 and 12 10 and 12. And, you know, it's, you know, fast forward, fast forward that, you know, it's, there's a tunnel that you're going to get through. That's very interesting and uh, rewarding when you get to the other side and they're stable enough on their own feet without the training wheels to do their own thing. And that you can look your partner in the eye when it's just you two in the room and say, wow, this is fun. This is growth. Let's keep going. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a goal for sure. One of my big life goals is to, is to be you know as excited about my marriage as uh, you know as as we are with the, as, as parents and i mean i was extremely excited about my marriage before kids i have no reason to believe i won't be excited <laughs> after but i could definitely see that there will be a significant void one of the gifts of covid was to be in the house with the four of us every day all day um, for better or worse and to get to know each other and watch, you know, this phase of their lives as they grow and struggle and just be a part of that. Um, that was, uh, that was, you know, time that I will cherish. And that was very fruitful and very productive in terms of learning how to parent, learning how to be better, um, failing at times miserably, um, but failing together and supporting one another in that, in that process. So, you know, parenting's a, It's a rough go no matter where you are and who you are and pandemic or not. Um, But boy, when you get to live in the house together for a solid year with virtually never leaving, it
1: uh, it gets pretty, pretty comprehensive. I can just imagine, you know, your children younger and people with children younger than you. Uh, This year was a struggle in many different ways, but it taught us a lot. You know, if you had that opportunity to learn from it. So uh, let me do interviewer to you, Stu. What did... uh, What did this year teach you? What was the, the big gift that you were taught?
0: Um, well, you know, the, the, for me, life is about simplicity. And I think I might've mentioned earlier sometime this year that my favorite Spanish word is "sencillo." Sencillo means simplicity, but not just simplicity. It means Sublime simplicity, perfection. You know, a perfect peach is sensijo. A kiss, you know, that Mm. warm, beautiful kiss is sensijo. A sunset is sensijo. It's very fundamental, but the purity of it is something that is is very uplifting. And I am attempting to live my life um, and make my choices based on this goal of sensijo beauty, um, substance um joy kindness compassion those are the things that i'm trying to do, be driven by and inherent in that is a, is being present and i you know it's so cliche to say it anymore but it is everything and you realize how fast everyone's running and you know it's just about being present so this year i learned and especially through this podcast it was very helpful to constantly Interface with people who are very intentional and very clear on the the problems they're trying to solve and the growth that they're seeking internally and the folks that they're trying to help. And one of the things that was common thread was this we versus me um, philosophy, this idea of looking outward to be of service and not just. You know, making money and prestige. Mm. So for me, I got clarity that, you know, I'm, the, I'm sort of at this pivotal stage of my life, what I like to call the third act of the three act play that is a human life. And that act is just beginning. In fact, we move back to Costa Rica next week into a brand new home that we just built. And, you know, I really think of it as the beginning of the third act of my life, the final, the final. Mm. Chapter, which hopefully will be very long and densely written, but uh, yeah, I'm I, I feel a certain satisfaction. I feel calmness and an excitement for the first time in a while. I feel excitement and I feel I feel optimism, supplanting what had been a pretty pessimistic pessimistic year. And so, um, what I've learned is uh, you know gratitude and enthusiasm um, all layered in in you know dripping with sencisual
1: yeah who was the guest for you that was senseual yeast <laughs> which one demonstrated that to you in a oh that's way? like
0: picking your favorite child yeah um you know I was really I was really taken with Aaron Huey um Aaron National Geographic photographer founder of amplifier.org um very proud father of two beautiful kids uh, walked across the United States in his mid twenties for the better part of a half a year with his dog and his camera, just being, and uh, got immersed in the Native American uh, tribes of the of the Southwest, and uh, you know really worked to to enhance and broadcast their their plight. But I it just struck me as a man with purpose and with huge amount of heart who really walked literally walked the walk yeah. and came out of it forged in the fires of of his heart and his pain um, and uh, Claire clearly wanted to make a difference and went on with his art with his camera and with this organization amplifier to uh, to do great things mm. far beyond himself, far beyond the indigenous uh, cause that was the beginning of it. And, uh, someone who just really, really saw needs and has devoted his life to solving those needs. And I'd like to be that person too. I'd like to think that for the next, you know, 30 years that, um, I can leave the world a little bit better than I found it. And uh, he inspired me greatly to do that. Many of our guests inspired me very deeply to tears, even, um, yeah. Aaron stands out as one that uh, just a real brother that i have never met in person other than on the microphones, but I really want to give that dude a hug, mm. man. I want to hold it. Yeah. But- Till he's uncomfortable. Like, why? I don't know you, bro. Why are you? Why are you hugging me so hard? I just want to hold that guy for a while. It's interesting. The real, the real deal. How about it,
1: you? Well, it was interesting. You know, he was wonderful, and Josue Rivas both shared um, that narrative that was given to them, or that was told for them on behalf of their peoples, and just breaking that, breaking that mold, breaking the generations of of, of a narrative that was given, and it's not necessarily accurate, and reclaiming that narrative. That. That spoke to me i I, um, I had a special kinship with Earl Johnson Jr. Uh, in the way that we connected the way we met uh, taking the same picture of these same beautiful black angels who were standing where the shadow of a Confederate soldier used to stand um, I took that same picture those children he took that picture uh, with them and we connected and we're friends now, but his story one of the things that I took with me from this year is uh, I I'm so ignorant to so many things, and I want to stop and listen and hear and be uh, the, the the civil rights movement that just came to a crescendo this past year, uh, the Black Lives Matter, the, the the heartbeat that that it just continues to march on, and his cause that continues to grow. Um, those are things I, I was angry with myself for being ignorant to pieces of history that I should have known, and um, I'm I'm getting over that and And knowing that uh, we are here to help and be part of the solution, so, yeah, and
0: for those who don't know or remember Earl Johnson Jr, the son of Martin Luther King jr.'s attorney, uh, who was a civil rights attorney, obviously, and Earl Jr also a civil rights attorney. Great episode. Incredible, (laughs) incredible guy.
1: Well, you you know, Stu, and what's going on now, there was a plaza downtown called Hemming Plaza, which was named after someone that didn't need to have his name on it. I'll leave it at that. Uh, But it was just renamed to the um, James Weldon Johnson Park and Lift Every Voice and Sing. And there are installations going all over town with African-American heroes. And it happened. This year and it happened and it's happening. Uh, and, and Earl was central to that and, uh, and is part of that and is continuing to march on with that. So that, that, those types of things, the Josue's, uh, of the world who are, who are telling their own narrative. And there are these stories about narrative that are unfolding now with us with our, in this time. Uh, that gives me so much hope.
0: Yeah. You know, another thing I'm super proud of, and you mentioned it in the, at the top was the wide awakes activation. And, uh, we were blessed to have the better part of, I don't even know, almost 10 at this point and counting. It will be ongoing. Absolutely breathtaking creators, um, thought leaders, social justice, warriors, digital pioneers, all of whom, have lent their energies and their voices to this very loosely agglomeration uh, called the wide awakes, uh, which you can go find wideawakes.com. I think it is. If you want to know more about that, but uh, the bottom line is that each of these people, uh, Tracy Ryans and Chrissy Philalethes and Michelle Wu and uh, the, the, the names go on and on, but each one of them brought and brings and wakes up every day to make the world a more beautiful place, a more intelligent place, a more sensible place to connect with others, to collaborate with joy and generosity. They're not looking to make their names shine. They're making their name shine implicitly by making others Shine, And it's a model through which we can all learn to grow and to facilitate the connectivity that is so mission critical to humanity at this moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're a failing species, frankly, but each of these people exemplifies what it looks like to grab that back to grab back our humanity and our compassion and our souls and our hearts and our smarts and just say, fuck it to the bad guys. We're going to be better and we're going to be beautiful and we're going to laugh all the way to the success, you know, that we will become and, and to, to, to to just give a platform to those voices, um, really up the ante on this podcast. I mean, if we just shut the whole thing down today, um, I'm very proud of, of the portfolio we created and notably uh, those voices.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, you had been participating as a four freedoms artist uh, for many years. You, you, you had been working in art and art activism for quite some time and all of that uh, sweat, you know, really got you close to the cause, got you close to these people and it got access for us to tell their stories. I want to bring back another guest that we haven't mentioned yet, Yashua Kloss, uh, your favorite artist for the year 2020. And just hearing him tell his story and just seeing his story of, I guess it's emancipation, finding his family and uh, and getting back to them and understanding that there are these warm, beautiful arms that were wrapped around him that he never knew he had I think that really tells an interesting story for us in this year. There's these arms around you that's uh, the wide awakes. It's these four freedoms. It's the people we talk to. And as long as we're able to accept that embrace and accept that love, we're going to do great things. And he yeah. was part of that. Yeah,
0: no doubt. No doubt. He's a, another one that, I mean, he easily could have been my my favorite pick of the year. Yeah. Um, well, look, listen, we're, we're on the precipice of a new year and a vaccine and, you know, a new, new president and a new world order, hopefully. Um, tell us what, you
1: know, what you're excited about. What what what? what are you feeling? Well, every year I kind of spend some time and I, I, a couple of years ago I started doing this, writing down the word, the word that I'm going to have as directional for the year. And for 2021, my my word is presence, being present, you know, which is ironic because we're going to be um, everywhere. We purchased uh, an RV uh, last week, and our plan is to um, travel. We're going to do these podcasts from the vehicle. Christine is going to do her um, treatment from this vehicle, and we're going to live on the road for the better part of next year, starting at the end of April. Um, so I'm looking forward to these adventures that are gonna come, and I'm looking forward to meeting new people and, and, and embracing that, that part of embracing, embracing the unknown that comes when you make a connection with someone and it makes you better and it makes them better. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice, beautiful. How about you? What's the year hold for you and your beautiful well, house? If I had to pick a word, I would say the
0: word is ascension. I'd like to ascend to the next level of of contentment and um self-satisfaction. I'd like to ascend as a as a better parent and a better husband. Uh and yes, I'll be moving into uh well, sort of officially moving into a brand new home in a in a new land that you know we're more and more considering our home. And I uh yeah, I I just want to be the change that I want to see, you know, and I, I want to be healthy. I want to stay in the, stay in the ocean on a daily basis on my surfboard if I can and, and, uh, laugh with my children and, and be of service. I'm going to also be involved planting of community gardens around the, the countryside that I live in to help feed people because we saw the spike of hunger when COVID hit, that was fairly unprecedented. So, I'm going to, you know, get my fingernails dirty, literally and figuratively and trying to ascend and be a, be a, be a more elevated human being and, uh, and keep this rad little
1: side hustle of, of swan dive live and, uh, and live and in color. Yeah, and, and uh, people who are listening can really help us to ascend. Uh, if you, uh, if you like what you hear, we, we love to, to read the reviews and the reviews and the shares and the, and the ratings are things that help more people find this. So if there's value in that, if you want to, if you want other people to get turned on to this Please leave a review. We know we've got some really good loyal folks out there. And if you haven't done it yet, it's really easy. It's the easiest way to do it is on Apple podcasts, but we would love that to see more notes and more, um, more feedback from everyone that, uh, that got something out of this, that, that always makes my heart go Big. and Stu I know because you're in a different country I get some interactions with people that that regularly listen and and, and drop a line or say something or I'll run into somebody literally running and, and listening to our podcast as we go and there's nothing better than that man to see that to, to know that you're you're literally in somebody's head so <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you and I have known each other for the, all of our lives. And uh, this was really a blessing to just the, the amount of communication we've had and just everything that we've done this year together. I, I just feel like that was such a wonderful, warm embrace that uh, I was surprised uh, about this year, but it was so great to do that with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Totally spontaneous, but, uh, the best things in life often are, and look at we look at us now. Thirty six episodes, almost coming on ten thousand downloads, and yeah. uh, this is fun. You know why not? Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, I keep, I keep saying fuck it, but uh, it's okay. Maybe that's the message for twenty twenty one. And uh, I love you, my friend. This is a lot of fun, and we're going to keep it going on Swan Dive.
1: Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Swan Dive. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and share this episode. Also, we are building a new season of Swan Dive. So if you or you know someone who has experienced a Swan Dive in their life, please hit us up and contact us through our website, www.swandive.us.